Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Think you know the Brooks Ghost? Think again. Introducing the all-new, better-than-ever Ghost 16. Now with nitrogen-infused cushioning for lightweight, supreme softness that feels good every step, every street, every single day. So go ahead, take your daily joyride in the all-new nitrogen-infused Ghost 16. It'll turn your everyday miles into everyday endorphins. Let's run there. Head to brooksrunning.com to learn more. The Garden Report is brought to you by FanDuel, the exclusive wagering partner of the CLNS Media Network. Game show after the second preseason game for Boston. And we came in tonight, Joe Sway. I... Ahmed actually texted me, our producer, and was like, who do you think's not going to play tonight? And I was like, yeah, you know, maybe Tatum will take a seat. Horford, definitely, right? And then take a seat here with Joe right in front of us and goes Drew, Chris Stapps, White, blah, 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 blah. And it's like, oh, here we go. So You're good mad. Follow <laughs> with Chris. He's like, damn, I didn't come here for this. I thought for sure White and Holiday would get some extra run after. I was not- thinking – yeah, I was thinking half of those guys probably wouldn't play, you yeah. know. But yeah, it looks like the best, the, the the top six were out, were out today against the Knicks. So we'll see the starters again on Wednesday. I'm sure Celtics bench got a chance today. We saw quite a few new faces that we'll get into for most of the post game show here today. Uh, given that Tatum, Brown, Porzingis, Horford, Holiday, and White all sat out this game, Celtics went with a starting lineup of Hauser, Brissett. Uh, Cornette started, as well as Peyton Pritchard and Delano Banton. And let's start with uh, Banton. Great performance from him, I thought. I was intrigued by him ever since he said in his summer league press conference or media day press conference that he's been doing a lot of screening, a lot of off-ball action, a lot of studying of the reads. And we just talked to him in the locker room just way, and he said he's been here for a while learning this system. And you could see it tonight. Moved great around screens. He caught the ball and made quick decisions. Ended up with 20 points, attacking the rim very aggressively. He, in a game where I think pretty much everybody had the same game, more or less, you know, save for him and Pritchard, he stood out in a big way, just the way he moved, the way he attacked. The way he passed, frankly. Yeah, yeah, especially when he was in attack mode, which seemed like every other possession when he was in the game, right? And, and I love that, um, to, to, to see that out of him. And, yeah, he told us in the locker room that he's been around the Auerbach Center. He's been around the team for about two months now. And, and I think it shows. I think it shows in the, his reps and, and, and obviously in his uh, his um, approach. You know, I always feel like he's a he's the kind of player who – wants to just adapt seamlessly, and which is obviously a lot. That's what most people want to do. That's what everyone wants to do, right, when they're trying to seize this opportunity. But the way he's been doing, the way he's been going about it, I, you can see the rest of his teammates follow his lead. And I think that's a good – that's a great sign of someone that's uh, that, that's getting it. You know what I mean? I, I feel like he's definitely one of those guys. And he certainly looked very, un- very comfortable out there knowing that, you know, he had that green light, knowing that it was six guys out and he was going to he was gonna be able to relax and, and just really run the offense and, and, and just get more comfortable out there. And I, th- I thought he did a good job. Yeah, and that wing spot, I know he's a point guard. I think more about him as a wing here just because of the fact that Holiday's in front of him. 
Uh, you have White in front of him as well as Peyton Pritchard now. He's going to play more of a wing style on this team, and it made sense the way they used him tonight in this one. He's not running a lot of the pick and roll. He's not bringing the ball up much. He's catching the ball and either shooting or getting downhill and making some passes out of those spots. And he looked good doing it because this is a guy who has the height at 6'7", has a great uh, physical put profile, very long, good defender. You saw him disrupting some stuff tonight as well. But the shot kills him. And even tonight, 1 of 5 in this one. Defenses will back off him if he's the guy bringing the ball up the floor, even if he's you know catching the ball in the corners and stuff like that. So one of five still leaves a lot to be desired there. It's going to be tough for him to break through if he can't shoot the ball, especially you know the way Joe wants to play Joe's way. But you see the flashes here still, and uh, you know I asked Nick Nurse about him, and he was pretty honest because this is a guy that had his ups and downs under Nurse there in Toronto, and he was like he'll look amazing one night. And then he'll look bad the next night. He he yeah. didn't, he didn't Bobby, was, out at all. I was wondering if you were going to bring that up to him when we were in the locker room. Because <laughs> I was, <laughs> I mean, it's funny because we, when he was talking about adjusting and all that, that quote popped in my head. I mean, this was just last night, right? We did the second night of a back to back. So, I mean, obviously, I was going to go out and ask him, but it's, it's interesting to see someone like that who comes from a coach who said what he said, you know, 24 hours ago. And then you think about him in front of us, right? Talking about, whoa. I've been in the, you know, I, I did training camp and all that, but I've been around for two months. And I'm like, ah, okay. So this guy was ahead of things. He wanted to be ahead of things. And I think right, it's and it shows, reason. right? Exactly. It shows. And uh, I, I think when you think, when you, when you look back at that quote from Nick Nurse, someone who coached him up in Toronto, and then you see what he's doing now and you, you, you see how comfortable he looks out there. Clearly this is someone that's been in the gym for months and, and, and it's not just him, you know, working out or uh, doing one-on-ones with his trainers. He's been doing this with Celtics players and clearly uh, picking up things that Joe Mazzula wants to see out there on a regular basis. For sure. And again, it showed how, how prepared he is. He was with the summer league team too, of course. They had a little injury out there, but got some reps with them as well. If they want to tinker around with these zone looks as well, he came from a defense in Toronto where they did those things. They played a lot of wacky defenses and box and one up there as well. So yeah. he has experience with that. Sure. And, that makes him useful on this team. He's playing on a non-guaranteed deal. I think it's almost certain he's going to make this team. I think they really like him. Maybe he can play a little bit in Maine as well, you know, to get some time on the ball, to keep developing, keep that aggression up. Because him, O'Shea, I'd even throw Hauser into this mix, and we'll get into some of the other wings who are vying for those spots. Yeah, he's been struggling. Well, offensively, he's been struggling, but yeah. These guys aren't going to play if they're healthy in the playoffs. And on most nights, they have a lot of guys with different skill sets here. And we just hit on Bantons, but it's going to kind of be a backup wing spot by committee. And, you know, I asked Joe tonight what he's looking for at that spot. And what do you say? Toughness, physicality, guys who understand what we want to do. And doesn't that describe him perfectly? Yeah, for sure. And and I think that's what why if you're Joe Missoula, you go out, you, you do something like this, right? You kind of put guys on the spot, but you want to see where they are in their development, you know, and this is the perfect time to do that. Second, second game of the preseason is the second out of a back to back. You know, guys played a lot of those starters played over 25 minutes last night. So it's good. I mean, this is where you find out which is where you see those guys stand out and Banton 
was easily the one that stood out the most, in my opinion, out of all the uh, the, the other Celtics players. And if you're Joe Mazzulla, you feel a lot more comfortable uh, bringing him along. But I agree with you, Bobby. I do think that he's someone that's going to make this team, even though he's not on a guaranteed contract. However, uh, there's a there's a spot for him, you know, for someone like that who can kind of uh, c- control the offense, not afraid to take matters to his own hands of attacking. You know, it's not someone that's going to be reckless with his with his shot selection. At least he hasn't exemplified. He hasn't shown that yet. And um, you you wonder how far along he goes. Uh, with the rest of this team. But, yeah, I, I definitely think his game stood out the most against his, uh, against the Knicks tonight. Yeah, for sure. And I think Brad mentioned it, too, looking for those second draft guys. You don't have a lot of draft picks. He hasn't taken guys in the first round. So you want to take a bet on a guy like this who's still in his early 20s, who still has that development upside, who already developed a little bit in a different spot. And that's how it works here. You look at some of the young guys the Celtics have here, like a J.D. Davison, who I thought played decent tonight. They're, get, they're at that ground floor where they're just starting to dip their toes into the league, and you don't know if the team that takes that guy or drafts him or signs him out of the draft is actually going to see that development through. Like I think it's more likely than not that Davison's going to make the NBA but not do it in Boston. Um, Banton, you know, he stepped into this league in Toronto, gets his chance now in Boston. Maybe that's where he breaks out. O'Shea Brissett. Started in Toronto. They developed into the G League. He got that shot with Indiana. Now – Maybe breaking out with Boston here. So this is how it goes. Like the team that drafts you isn't going to be the team that you land with. And and he talked a little bit tonight too, and his interview will be up on CLNS Media about what appealed to him going to Boston and just the whole program, being a Celtic. That stuff meant a lot to him as, as he came in here. And you obviously saw some real dedication to being around the team, getting in early and learning the system because I, you just keep hearing it from Joe. Who's going to understand and do what they want this team to do? Who's going to execute? You you said it to him, Joe Sway. You go, you know, you, you normally don't care who, who wins or loses preseason games. And he's like, that's easy for you to say. <laughs> yeah. What did Joe Mazzula come back to? But you know, it was like he was. But that's what he's, he knew where I was getting at. But it's just funny for him to say that. But yeah, yeah, no, he said that because it's like, you know, you're not supposed to be like, oh, it doesn't matter who wins or lose. But, you, you know, he's looking like at that's how he's judging these guys. And they play winning basketball like tonight. But no, he said situational basketball. Yeah. Like that's the way he's looking at it. So situational basketball is like, okay, you may have uh, did the right thing in a certain situation, but it doesn't always equate a win or victory, right? right? So, yeah. I, that's, what I, that's what I was getting at. But he was, I, I looked at it as like a coach who can't flat out say like it's not about if they win or lose, especially in this game where this game was still in the Celtics' reach in that was those final couple of minutes. All right, we'll get to some of the other guys battling on the wing here because I do think that was the story of tonight. Those different perimeter players vying for uh, minutes behind Jalen Brown, Jason Tatum, all got a chance to show their stuff here tonight. I thought Jordan Walsh was decent in the second half in his first run there. Shvi Mihailuk hit a lot of shots. He, he yeah, was great for beyond the arc tonight. Hit a long one from three. Quick Came relief. Good, started slow, finished strong. Uh, another good game from him here. And Sam Hauser, we should get into him. But first... A um, couple things we want to tell you once again, want to remind you about our sponsors here at the Garden Report. And again, FanDuel, the exclusive wagering partner of the CLNS Media Network and snap into action this NFL season with FanDuel. If you haven't already, the season is well underway. We are in week four. Bobby Manning absolutely squoke one out against, oh, yeah. against, uh, against me uh, this weekend in our little fantasy matchup with the late Matt Stafford garbage time touchdown, but hey, you know, it was you know, fun last week too. Betting the Dolphins, 
And oh my goodness gracious, the amount of dough my friends made off of dolphins, props, parlays, and this and that. Holy wow. You all, you, if you bet anything in that dolphins game, you hit um, last week. So that was amazing. But the offer here you can get a fan duel is uh, you, you know, bet five, get 200 in bonus bets guaranteed. That's all you have to do is bet five, win or lose, you get that. Uh, so if you've been thinking about joining, go ahead and do it. Go to fanduel.com slash Boston. Once again, fanduel.com slash Boston. Fanduel, the official partner in the NFL and the exclusive wagering partner of the CLNS Media Network. You have to be 21 and over here and present in Massachusetts to take part in the deal. Hope is here. If you have any sort of issues with gambling, uh, you can go to gambling helpline ma.org or call 800-327-5050 for 24 7 support as for that deal restrictions do apply the bonus bets expire in seven days check out terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com uh, let's get in the house i don't want to overreact to this but one thing we said coming into camp joe sway is that he had a great year shot well showed out defensively but the Celtics brought a lot of guys to compete with him here. And I, I asked him on media day, you feel like you're under pressure a little bit here? You think you're going to be competing for your spot that you had last year? And he said, yeah, you always got to feel that way. And he has not shot well. I know it's just two games, 16 shots here, but he's now three for 16, mostly shooting threes. Yeah. Rebounded well as you can <clears> see that one. So, you, you know, you're going to go through your shooting highs and lows. we got to see a couple more games of his. And I'd still say, even after the start, that that backup wing position, among all the guys we've mentioned here tonight, is his to lose just because he did it last year. You saw him do it. He played well in the system. And he defended well, which isn't a given for any of these guys. Um, but 3 of 16, you are going to start to look at some other guys here and be like, can they make shots? And when you have a guy like Mihailuk come in who has that shooting pedigree too here, the gap's not huge between him yeah. and the other guys. It's really not. I agree with that, Bobby. And uh, the, the only thing is, like, you, you can say <clears throat> it's his, you know, spot to lose in the rotation, but you, you feel like, oh, at least I do, I, I get the sense that he already lost it during the playoffs, right? I mean, that's where you oh, – a okay. lot of guys – a lot of guys lost Joe Mazzullo's trust, and I don't think you just get it back like that. You know, I, I think you have to go out and earn it. And like you said, I mean, Sfee, he's got a legit shot at, at taking over that spot. When you look at, you know, what he does compared to what Hauser does, they're very similar, you know, in, in their offensive approach. But, you know, you, you wonder if Sam Hauser is going to, you know, take things to another level. And that could happen. Shooters are going to keep shooting, and this isn't—I don't think this is going to be the norm, right? Uh, this this percentage is not who he is. However, he's got to find other ways to be uh, to make an impact. Uh, whether that's you know converting backdoor cuts, uh, playing better without the ball, uh, you know, stepping up on defense. I mean, he did he did uh, improve his defense uh, after January, I would say, last season. Uh, I always always remember when um, uh, I feel like Joe Mazzulla put him in the doghouse uh, during that back-to-back uh, set against the Hornets. And then when he stepped his game up, the New Yorkers are so loud you know, like, for no reason. But um, he started – Hey, they got a big win tonight. Focus, and, I, and I think that's what put him back into the rotation. But then he fell right back out during the postseason. So you wonder where um, Joe Mazzulla, you know, how you feel about how they're going into the regular season. But there's, there's still plenty of preseason basketball. And you want to see him turn this around – uh, not only from the from a shooting standpoint, but just from an overall offensive standpoint, find other ways to be effective and, and put your put your uh, fingerprints on the game. I mean, rebounding is is, is big. I, I love that he's continuing to do that, so that's a good thing for him. Uh, it, it keeps him certainly in 
not even the race, I should say, but certainly in contention to hold down that spot. But he's got to do a little bit more. You know, I mean, he's got he's got a few more opportunities here uh, throughout this preseason schedule. He, he defends too, Hauser. And the one thing you look at the shots Mahai Luke hit tonight, and they were impressive. The ball handling too, a big advantage for him over Hauser. He can create a little bit, pass a little bit. Did you see the putback he threw down? That was, that was pretty, pretty, pretty athletic. He, he, you don't see Hauser doing that a ton, even though he did um, dunk a couple times late in the schedule last year. But Mahaluk, you, you saw tonight, really struggling to defend, stay in front of guys. It forced the defense to overreact, to hedge off some other shooters to help him out. Teams are definitely going to find him when he's on the floor. And not to say Hauser has an all-defensive team coming his way, but Mahaluk, much more susceptible to getting driven by here, being targeted. Switching scheme, I think, is going to be difficult for him here. So that's another edge, I think. Uh, Hauser has off off the bat with him. It's interesting too. You do have some parallel skill sets going head to head here on this on this roster too. We mentioned Banton in that ball handler role alongside Pritchard with better size, with more defensive versatility. So you do have two guys kind of vying for the same spot in a bunch of different roles. Pritchard and Banton as ball handlers, Mahai Luke and Hauser as shooters. And we'll get to Lamar Stevens and O'Shea Brissett too, but those are your defenders, hustle, yeah. rebounding, defending, yeah. uh, spurts of shooting, but the, definitely the weaker shooters of this group, uh, larger wings uh, who are probably going to play the four a little bit more than some of these other guys who are more twos and threes. So there's a one-on-one battle going on in pretty much every position here, Joe Sway. And I, are we going to start to talk about maybe at center too between Kata and Cornette? Gabriel sneaking in for a little bit. Of, I don't think Cornette's position's locked up by any means. Yeah, I mean, I wouldn't say he's a shoe in, but you would think if you had to, uh, if you had to pick one out of the three, that he's 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 still the favorite at least as of now. I mean, it's still early, but this is the type of game I felt like he could have uh, separated himself a, in a way, and um, he was all right. What did he play? Twenty minutes. You know, they didn't really show you a whole lot. I, I felt like other He's guys. Cornette. Yeah, Cornette. Yeah, I felt like yeah, um, other guys found their rhythm quicker than 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 he did. But so here's um, what I'll say about him. We'll, we'll see. We'll see how he responds. People are after him. I don't think he's played great offensively. He needs to contribute more consistently, minute to minute. I think because that's his side of the ball. Defensively, you're gonna have stuff happen tonight, like. Mitchell Robinson play where he's getting dunked all over uh, mm-hmm. on that second chance attempt in there after the loose no, one got secured. But the things he's good at, he's good at. Contesting inside, keeping guys out of the paint. I think the Celtics really like the shots opponents take when he's defending around the rim. And again, you can't do it against every team. Right. If you do have a pick and roll pull up three point shooter, it's going to be really hard to keep him out there. And, you know, he's going against Jalen Brunson and all those floaters pretty much hitting them at will here in this one. So there's some matchups that are tougher for Cornette. And so you just have to admit going into this year, you're going to have to have other options. You're going to have to probably play Horford off the bench on certain nights if you want to keep a guy who's able to defend the perimeter a little bit more out there at center. Uh, so I'm not going to sit here and say Cornette's your every night backup and the super reliable uh, center, but – he, he's good at the things he does. You even saw it again tonight, that handoff, high post game he plays, good vision, good decisions on the ball. He's not a huge threat to score, but 
you heard Joe talk about him tonight again, Joe Sway. He hasn't had the best two first games, but he's staying confident in him. Yeah, for sure. I mean, he always says the, the, the best things. I mean, in terms of defensive positioning and getting to the right spot and screening and all that stuff. But I, I'm just – when you think about what this team's been talking about and their philosophy and toughness and grit and all that, I, I, I want to see if he can outshine these power forward because if, if one of these guys continue to, to strive in the right direction, whether it's, you know, O'Shea or Sfee or Stevens. I mean, look, there's this guys that could force Missoula and the Southern's coaching staff – to just go smaller, you know, with the second unit and, and maybe bring in one of the guys from the starters, you know, to help, uh, you know, supplement the offense and, and then go back to the stars to, to finish the game. So that's that's always an option, too. That's always a possibility as well. So Cornette, I feel like if he continues to do what he's what he's doing and, and if it comes naturally to him in terms of like being more productive on offense or maybe creating more defensive stops, getting, I don't know, getting maybe a, a, a foot or two ahead of his defenders, maybe that makes a difference. But I just feel like, especially in this matchup, there was a lot of dunking. There was a lot of, you know, back to the basket. He's going against Mitchell Robinson. Yeah, <laughs> man, but that's what I'm saying, though. Like, right. there's a lot of, like, there's guys like that, you know, across the Eastern Conference where I feel like it's just it's just a mismatch on on, on a, a handful of nights, and you, and you wonder if that's going to discourage him. I don't think it will, but he's got to find a way to just sort of uh, just be – what the Southern need him to be, you know, in terms of a rim, rim protector, uh, you know, someone that can be at the right spot. I think he's 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 consistently at the right spot at times, but sometimes he just doesn't make that impact, you know, and I'm hoping that he can change that. Yeah, and I'm just wondering what people want to see from him because he's not going to put up a double-double. We've seen him have some big games when he's played a little bit more, but what you need from him are eight to ten minutes to spell the other bigs when you do start double big and just hold it down for those yeah. minutes when you're fully healthy. Now, if Porzingis or Horford gets hurt, then you have a discussion. Do you go out and make a deal? Do you bring another guy in? Right now, I think you're showing patience because if Brad's going to call a GM right now and say, hey, can I get this guy? It's going to feel a little more desperate, right, because he just traded Rob. You have these guys in here who are mostly unproven, and you're probably going to have to put, pay a higher price. So you're really losing much by – just trusting these guys and having them see it out. I do want to talk about the other options here, though, because we got to see them tonight. Kata fouled a lot, but yeah. I thought he showed more agility than I expected from him, You know, both running in transition and getting out on shooters. So he has that going for him. Um, yeah, he did a good know. job cleaning, cleaning out the glass. You know, the, yeah, the, yeah. the dunk was good. I mean, he told us how that you know, that felt Craziest good. technical, too, I've ever seen. That tech was wild. Yeah. <laughs> He didn't want to say too much. He was already uh, upset at the fact that it's an automatic fine, you know, no matter what. <laughs> so he's like, let me just. As a two-way guy, that's going to hit hard. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's like a, a percentage out of his check. So, yeah, he didn't want to say too much. But um, it's good to see him like, get, get out there and get, get, get comfortable. You know, I, I just think that stuff is important when you look at uh, when, you, when you see six guys, the top six guys aren't playing. You want to get as many reps as possible in that game. So I'm glad he was able to do that. Um, but, yeah, it seems like one of those guys just clean the glass, put back, maybe create some second chance opportunities for this Celtics team and, and just um, just someone that's not afraid to, you know, um, be physical with guys down low opposing opposing bigs. But he's a big body. He but is. he's got to. Yeah, he's got to. He's got to clean that up a little bit. He's still raw on that end of the floor. Right. In terms of um, clean blocks, clean strips, that kind of stuff. He was just whacking guys across the face almost. It seemed like yeah. I mean, especially uh, in terms of rebounding and stuff. Yeah, he's got to. Um, Got to do a better job of just doing it uh, cleaner, you know. He was uh, very, very, uh, very raw. 
Yeah, some of the fundamentals you mentioned there, he's going to be working on in Maine for sure. I think the expectation is he'll be in Maine. Yeah, that's what I think too. Yeah. Jordan Walsh, who we saw a little bit of tonight too, I think he'll probably start in Maine once their season gets going. Just is it because he took that three point at the end, Bobby? Is that why? <laughs> I love the confidence though. I don't he's hate him. Five. Yeah, I don't one him. possession. He almost he's looked a at good the shot. He almost looked at the bench too, being like, "Yeah, I'm going to do this shit." Yeah. When I turn to you, I go, Bobby. I think he's about to shoot that. I go, Bobby, shoot, he shoot, he shoot. And then he just pulled up. And man, if that thing falls, everyone would have been talking about it. So I don't, I'm not mad at it. Let's get to some of those more defensive, uh, physical wings uh, that are going to be competing for minutes here as well. Because I think it is going to be one of those guys who potentially steal that spot from Hauser rather than some of the guys we've mentioned so far. But first, when you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. So did it? Did were you looking at the numbers tonight, Josue? <laughs> the numbers for what? Oh, Fanduel numbers? <laughs> no, no, I didn't. But I, I'm, I'm sure they, uh, they, they changed dramatically after they had announcement about those six, <laughs> six guys that weren't playing. Shout out to Fanduel, Fanduel.com/slash. Someone's someone bet on this game. You know that we talked about that last night, right? We're like someone's betting on preseason games for sure. Yeah, that, that is a bold move. I'd rather go with the NFL, but <laughs> I showed a little bit of respect and love for the Patriots show sway, and it's the last time I'm ever going to do it this week, I said. Yeah, I'm about to drop their defense like a freaking, like it's my job. This is the spot where they turn around, and it went the complete opposite direction, but enough about them. No one wants to hear about them. <laughs> Let's get to this mix of guys here. I got to talk to one of them, uh, Lamar Stevens, who people are excited about before the game. Yeah, he's taking it day by day right now with the training camp deal. Uh, I thought he came in and made some good hustle plays late in this game, cleaning up shots around the rim. He's a really good rebounder for his size, too, 6'6". People love his defense, I think reasonably so. This was a starter on the Cavaliers last year. I'm still shocked he's on the Celtics on a training camp deal. So uh, I think he's in a good position to make this team at the very least. I don't know if he has minutes secured, but he's not a good fit. And I was telling you this during the game, Josue, that – him being out here with these other guys who are trying to prove themselves and everyone's hunting for their own shot and it's just kind of this free-flowing pickup style of basketball in many ways that's not great for him i think he's a better fit with some of the regulars on this team you know if he was playing with the tatum and brown shooting wide open shots i think he'd be looking much better than what we're seeing right now and he's still looking solid you mentioned O'Shea Brissett, good rebounding, good hustle effort from him yesterday against the Sixers. Uh, tonight, I thought he missed a lot of shots he needs to make. Uh, but again, still an active, involved performance from him. He's in that mix to you know, be in that 10 spot with the Bantons and, and Mihailus and the rest here. And then you have um, Jerome Walsh, who is young, raw, got called on a tough foul call, reaching in on that first play. That's kind of that rookie treatment from the refs there some of the things you have to go through breaking in this league. You mentioned it too, the big shot late, getting ahead of himself a little bit there. You like the confidence, but a, but a tough shot in that spot. Uh, these are the guys you're talking about, and I guess you can throw Gabriel into the mix too, who's more of a center, who bring that physicality, who are more defensively oriented. And even though they have some offensive limitations, are going to play with a ton of intensity, hustle, and 
you know Joe loves to see that. These are kind of your Grant Williams candidates to replace that Grant role. Someone just said in the chat here. Yeah, I mean, I guess if you yeah, you can put it that way for sure. I mean, no one's Grant, but yeah, right, yeah. right. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah, because Grant gave you, you know, the three pointers and all that. That's not what you're gonna get with these guys. Well, maybe a little bit from Stevens and so, but yeah, I mean, you want to make up for that 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 toughness, or not even make up, but you want to have guys that you can rely on that can come in and just just defend and rebound and give you second chance opportunities. I mean, those are the guys that this team could always use. This wasn't something that wasn't just Grant out there, right? I mean, they, they could have been other um, – the Suns always needed someone like that, I feel like, or, or at least in the last couple of years where you, you just – they go in, they do the dirty work. And, and, and I think guys like Lamar Stevens – you know, when you heard of that sign, you're like, oh, well, that makes a lot of sense, especially someone that can guard the perimeter, uh, opposing wings. I, I think guys like that make the team, you know, whether it's him. Uh, you, you talk about um, Banton. We talked about him earlier. But, yeah, I mean, I, I think out of this group, though, he's the one that stands out the most. I, I, I love um, the idea of bringing someone in like Lamar Stevens, um, again, for what he's going to give you on defense, rebounding. Uh, he's someone that's not going to – shine in a game like this you know I, I i think you put him in with the other like you said right you bring him you bring put him in with the other guys you're gonna see more of that three and d and i don't think he's someone that's gonna shy away from from guarding the you know best player on the opposing team you know that those are the kind of guys you want and th that's what the those are the kind of guys that others need in terms of having the secondary players that can go out and just create stops but at a consistent rate like did, we, did they have that last year i mean when you think about a lot of that uh, when, when when the when the Southern were at their best defensively, it was a lot of those stars that were doing it, right? They don't really have guys like that that can come off the bench. Grant Williams did do that, but then he lost his, he sort of lost his minutes in the postseason as well. And you wonder what Joe Mazzula, what exactly he's looking for. And you have to think that that's the one guy who stands out the most, Lamar Stevens, but who else is it going to be? You know, who's, who makes this team? And um, I, I think that's how you stand out, by doing things, the little things. It's not always going to be about scoring. Not with this team, especially when they're looking for muscle coming off the bench. Yeah, it's interesting. It's just so many skill sets here. You love what these guys bring to the team, Walsh, Stevens, uh, Brissett, but are they going to hit their threes? Walsh did in summer league. That's why I didn't rule him out completely from grabbing one of these spots. But the fact that he just got into the game in the second quarter tonight probably doesn't project well for you know him getting minutes early on this season. But who knows what to expect? There's just so many guys on the lower part of this roster we mentioned it. Missoula is looking for physicality. He's looking for guys who get this system. He's looking for guys who can be versatile and, you know, be just involved and active. And I thought no one embodied that more tonight than Delano Banton, who might have had the hot, most uphill battle to you know, breaking through on this roster coming in. But he just looks so much more acclimated than these other guys just way. You pretty much you're watching this game here tonight like we were, and of course you're disappointed the regulars aren't playing, but you're like, all right, let's see who stands out. You know, is someone mm -hmm. really going to have a breakup performance? And we know Pritchard's capable of that, uh, but everyone pretty much had the same game tonight, more or less. Everyone's just out there running around, putting shots up, trying to get theirs. You know, I'm just generalizing a little bit there, but, you know, that's overall what we watch here tonight. Banton's head for the game tonight and the game plan and the system and everything that they want him to do on both ends of the floor. He didn't have a perfect game, but it looked like he'd been playing with this team for a while. And you can't say the same about some of these other guys. <clears throat> yeah. I think it has a lot to do with the reps. Like he said it, you know, and, and it shows uh, being in the system, playing summer league helped. And he just seems like a guy who's just getting after it in, in, at this stage of his career and doesn't, 
doesn't want to go and play overseas, right? I mean, a lot, a lot of, for a lot of these players, that's certainly an opportunity. But when you have a chance to latch on to a, a, a championship contender, you you take it, you know. And, and I think Banton's got a great opportunity here to to you know be one of those guys, be a third string guy, but still be a part of this team and uh, can can certainly flourish. You know, I, I don't know if what the future holds. Obviously, it's hard to say with the way things are and the way everything's always changing and second apron and all that. But the Celtics got to be one of those teams where obviously as they go into that second apron era, they, they got to try to retain some of these guys and, 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 and get it right, right? Make sure that these guys are someone that are, are people that have a chance to play and, and that, you know, have a chance to grow within the next couple of years. We all know that it's not always going to be, you know, the, the the classic story of, you know, they have a great career, you know, two years into it, all of a sudden they blossom. That doesn't always happen, but you have to do your best here. And I think the Celtics, they, they know how important it is to to keep, you know, one or two of these guys that you see as a piece that could grow into someone, you know, uh, a, a much more effective player within the next couple of years. Well, I think we hit all the bases here tonight, all the guys who played pretty much competing for spots. And it's going to be interesting to see how this battle evolves. I'm sure some other guys will have some breakup performances here that make us change our view. But uh, we're going to go debate Josue. Who's under the most pressure here? Because obviously there's going to be some cuts. There's going to be some adjustments to this roster here. So who's really under pressure now after two games to secure their spot, stay on this roster? especially given that they're going to need some reliable backups here. So we're going to go debate that. You can go check that out on Celtics All Access when it goes up later tonight. We're continuing on on this road trip here. At least, you know, I'm heading down to Philadelphia. Josue is going to go back, get ready for that next game at home next week. And uh, we'll have coverage of pretty much every step of this preseason. I think it's going to be a full cast coming back for the next postgame show. Of course, it's a weird uh schedule here with the uh, three games and four nights and then a huge gap until that next uh next game or uh, next game at home so uh, right. i appreciate well, you guys hold on, hold on, Bobby. you know since this preseason you have an off day tomorrow you're going to philly i, w- I want to see a, a, a cheesesteak review all right i want you to pick a couple spots and try a cheesesteak let me know which, which one you think is the best one all right will you look out for that yeah let's all do right it. Good. We can put that on social. I know Amit will love that. Oh, well, that was easy. I thought I'd have to come. <laughs> I'm not the biggest cheesecake fan, but that's what I said. I'm more than cheesecake guy. Oh, okay. Cheesesteak, right. yeah. Anything for the content? All right, mm-hmm. word. All right, but I'll, I'll All right. get some spots. Appreciate everyone tuning in tonight. Again, short show. A lot of guys sat tonight. This wasn't the biggest game to clean on both ends, out, but <laughs> the Celtics and this side, but that's all right. Yeah, so appreciate um, Josue Pavone stopping by here in New York with me, helping out with the coverage here tonight. As always, great show tonight. Um, you know, bunch of different performances here. We'll see who breaks through. Again, we're going to have a segment coming here from Madison Square Garden saying, seeing who's under the most pressure now to perform to secure this spot in this roster. Shout out to our sponsors, HelloFresh.com. Did I say cheesecake? I said cheesecake. That was me. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> I was like, damn it. HelloFresh.com slash CLNS50. Go check them out. And, of course, FanDuel, our official sports waging partner here. Go to FanDuel.com slash Boston. Get $200 bonus bets. Uh, We're out of here. Thanks, Amit, on the production tonight. As always, Joseph, we'll say hello to uh, Jimmy and uh, John. Get their preseason impressions on Wednesday. And I'll be live in Philadelphia uh, giving you the coverage on the ground. Go check out the postgame pressers tonight at CLNS Media. Uh, coverage from inside the garden here on Celtics All Access. And we will see you on Wednesday night.